This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Coming up in a little bit on the program, we're going to speak with Kyle Nedenrip of the Indy Star, great sports reporter over there, covers a lot of high school sports. And we're going to talk about a proposed change to how coaches can interact with players in the offseason, and that's garnering a lot of attention. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first, had a chance to sit down with the Gordon Pipers. Yes, they are the great, great band that you hear at the Indy 500 every year. You see them in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. For 55 years now, the Gordon Pipers have been a part of Central Indiana. And I had a chance to sit down with Doug Hardwick and Faith Tool of the Gordon Pipers to talk about uh, really being in so many big Indy events, being a part of so many people's lives, and what it's like to be a member of the Gordon Pipers. Here's that conversation. Well, Doug, thanks for being with us today. Tell us about this great organization. Um, how'd you get involved? Well, I lived in the neighborhood up off of uh, 92nd and Michigan Road where the uh, band was founded by Dr. Wallace Gordon Deal in 1962. And as a, as a child in the neighborhood, I would hear the bagpipes and I played with the uh, five Deal kids. We all had horses and ponies back in the day. And uh, on race morning in 19 or race week in 1963 i ventured over to a party that was going on at the deal house and ran into people like tony holman and uh, dan blocker and from oh, just, just, from just bonanza guys hanging out in the neighborhood yeah, right? jimmy clark jackie stewart <laughs> sir jack brabham colin chapman you know and i thought wow but of course as a child i didn't really understand who these guys were because they were going to be rookies right so it, it was an amazing experience and uh, heard the bagpipes, was really intrigued with it. And then uh, 
again, ran around with the children and decided to start taking lessons and uh, joined in 1969. And today I'm president and pipe major of the organization. Yeah, I mean, and we were talking about, you know, a lot of guys in the 60s were like, hey, I'm going to start a rock and roll band. Gonna, gonna, you know, gonna be the next Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix, but you said the Gordon Pipers. Well, I thought more along the Bon Scott, yeah. ACDC kind of thing, <laughs> where he played the bagpipes. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, I played the drums for a little bit in a rock and roll band as a young man, and uh, once I heard the bagpipes, I fell in love with it. All right, Faith, the lovely Faith Tool. How are you? Just fine. How did you get involved with this with this uh, ragtag band of uh, musical aficionados? Well, I grew up in Pike Township, went to school with Patty and Doug and Soupy Deal and several other people, and just over the years, the boys, the Gordon Pipers have been a part, but joined about three years ago and been doing the social media and carrying a flag. Doug, what's race day like? What's that like? Well, it starts at about 2 a.m. for me. I'm getting everybody up at my house that's in for the race week in the family. I'm sure they love that, right? 2 a.m.? Oh, sure. They look forward to the Rise and shine. Oh, bagpipes at 2.30, man. (laughs) Oh, it's actually bagpipes? Coffee's on by 3, and yeah, the whole neighborhood's up by about 3.10. But uh, yeah, we we start very early. Uh, We meet downtown at 910 North Capitol, where the old band hall used to be. It was Doc Deal's Blue Cross Animal Hospital. We meet there at about 5.20 in the morning. We have to be out at the racetrack and in front of the museum to march the Borg Warner Trophy around. Stepping Who's in off charge at of holding the trophy? Oh, we, we're not in charge well, of you're that. You're not allowed to touch the trophy? As I always say, we're just that little piece of sand on that big beach out there. Would have there. been great for Faith, right? To hold the trophy as everybody marches around. Uh, no comment. <laughs> So you so you do the trophy presentation, then what? Well, we, we march it around uh, the whole inside of the infield and then get up on the track in between three and four and bring it down the main straightaway and put it in the place where it's going to be for the champion when he pulls into victory lane. Now, when he pulls into victory lane, there'll be four bagpipers waiting for him to play to welcome the car coming back safely on four wheels. And that was put together by Dr. Wallace Gordon, DLR founder, and Tony Holman, who owned the track. So how do you decide who gets to play? Is there like a fight Is there like a fight for that? It's like primo seating? You know, who gets to be the one of those four people? Well, also during the month of May, we uh, bring down a band from Ingersoll, Ontario, Canada. And uh, they have been coming down with us over 50 years now and are over 100 years old in their own right up in Canada. So it's kind of up to the pipe major and the president who goes into victory lane. And it's it's quite an honor to go and pipe for the champion of the Indianapolis 500. All those people there, you know, that rush. And it's probably an interesting perspective, too, because, like, you're watching the end of the race. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you know, some of these photo finishes. You're sitting there like, oh, my gosh, i got to play for all these people in a few minutes. Well, yeah, and for many years, from 1984 to 2010, I was actually involved with IndyCar teams on a pit crew and as a mechanic. And, you know, the year that J.R. Hildebrand came out of four and hit the wall, you know, you're thinking, we're going out to play for a rookie, J.R. Hildebrand. I knew John Barnes right. and Dougie Barnes, all the guys on the crew. And then I look up and go, Wow, it's my buddy Dan Weldon, who I used to work with at Target, <laughs> going to win this race today. So it was, it was pretty amazing stuff that happened. And it was so I was at that race. It was so fitting that Dan ended up winning that that race. Obviously, oh, without a doubt. You know, Dan. I worked with him at Target. I was the show car driver for uh, Chip Ganassi Target Racing over there, and I toured with Dan and, and and Scott Dixon and a few of the other drivers that they've had throughout the years. But oh, Dan O and and Scott, they they were quite the pair. And and Dan. Uh, He's the reason that that I altered 
how we play Amazing Grace in the band because he said, you know, it's the only American written song, but it yeah. makes everybody cry. And I guess uh, Doug Hardwick, also Faith Tool from the Gordon Pipers, 55th anniversary. Faith, tell us about some of the other things you guys do because you do a lot more than just the race, obviously. Well, we start off the year with the St. Patrick's Day Parade and we do the 500 Festival Parade. We do the Carmel Fest Parade. We do several other parades throughout the year. Play funerals, birthdays. You actually, go, like, you could come to my birthday? We could. That's exciting. Do you, are, is it, are you going to rain money for us? Is that how it works? Do I have to rain money? <laughs> I have pennies. <laughs> I could rain pennies. That'll work. <laughs> so seriously, like, oh, how is the group funded? You mentioned that you play events. Is, how, do you, how do you guys stay in business? Because I know you guys love to do this, but you got gas and things like that you got to do, right? Well, I'm going to let Doug answer that okay. one. It, it, it's a business it turned from a hobby of five gentlemen back in 1962 to a full-blown business here um we are financed first of all by all the volunteers in our organization that come out and donate their time with their family miss all those cool holidays you know right. that they're outperforming on but uh you know we're paid for parades um we're also in football season, known as the Indianapolis Colts Horseshoe Pipes and Drums, the only NFL bagpipe band in the world. It's pretty exciting. And Mr. Ursay compensates us well to help fund our band throughout the year. That's good. So, He's got money, so it's good. It's good as going somewhere nice. Well, we're you know, and, and we're glad that he's signing players, and we're glad that he signed us too. So, but yeah. uh, we're part of the family with the Colts, and of course, again, the, the parades that we do leading up to stuff. Uh, you know, as Faith mentioned, St. Patrick's Day, she failed to mention there's 42 performances in three days during the huh? St. Patrick's How Day. How many? 42. You guys are doing playing 42 times in three days? Oh, plus the parade. Wow. So, you know, you figure out we perform 20 to 30 minutes at each place. Take that times 42, and you get about three marathons to run in three this days. This is going to sound like a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it because that's what I do is ask stupid questions. Is there like a, so if I go to the Bruce Springsteen concert, there's a set list. Like he's got, you know, like he might play 30 songs over four hours, but he's got like 20 he's playing each each night and then maybe putting some favorites in. Do you guys have like a set, a routine set list that you're doing? You know, pretty much we know what we're going to play out there. We've got a repertoire of about 150 tunes we can play, and we tend to plan our performances according to what the crowd's like. It could be Irish, it could be Scottish, it right. could be kids could be the ballpark could be you know just depends on where we're at and of course the pipe major on parade has that call of the tunes that we're playing and you never know when that's going to change because you know you stop for a libation to refresh yourself and you might forget something right after that you never know it's can you play the hits like you were an ac you said acdc can you play some hits can you guys do some rock and roll oh we do long way to the top Oh, excellent. Um, we performed at the uh, Marat, at uh, the uh, Egyptian Room with a band called Death by Misadventure, which is a band, the Bon Scott era ACDC. Of course, you know, on Bon Scott's death certificate, right. it said, reason for death, misadventure. So <laughs> we call ourselves Death by Misadventure. And I actually play in the band, you know, with the bagpipes at most of their uh, performances. So I was going to ask you, do you do any music on your own? You know, like, hey, we have this great band, but I like, you know, go come out on stage and just jam for a while. Well, you never know where we're going to show up with the bagpipes. Uh, some of our folks, you know, uh, go to some of the pubs around Indianapolis, or you might find one or two of us out in a 
out in a graveyard playing just for the folks that are coming up to pay respect to their family and you know, something like giving back or we may be at a daycare center or we may be at, a, at an alzheimer's unit you wouldn't believe what the bagpipers do for alzheimer's units Again, our guest doug hardwick a uh, fake tool with the uh, gordon pipers 55 years you got you guys doing something special for 55 is that an anniversary like you do big things for we're going to the indianapolis 500 oh, oh again this year huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> who do you think's gonna win who you got who do you like this year you know all these guys. Uh, I've worked with a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, is this insider trading? Am I getting a... Well, you know, when you've raced against a couple of them, I drove in the American IndyCar Series back uh, a few years back, and that was the old Indy cars with stock blocks and old Cosworths. And I actually competed with Buddy Lazier and a few of the other guys. So, you know, in my heart, I'm with Buddy Lazier, although he's going to be the oldest driver. He's got 20 years under his belt, and the last four years hadn't been too lucky for him here. The, I think they call their car Large Marge because they can't get it off the back row. So, But, yeah, you know, I, I, we pull for all of them. Joseph Newgarden's a great guy. You know, Scott Dixon's a great guy. You know, Elio Castro Neves, Tony Canon. You know, any of the 33 drivers that would pull in victory lane, it would be a fantastic day for everybody. Now, tell me if I'm wrong on this because I've been to the – race a couple times i've watched on tv a couple times i think listening to it on the radio is still the best experience like when i go to the track it's great but i think i'm missing so much and just hearing that voice of the 500 just sounds like the thing i'm i'm supposed to do what is the best experience for to take in the indy 500 yeah i think you just said it um you know because of our performance schedule out at the speedway we don't necessarily always get to stand next to the fence and see the car so We've got the earbuds in, our radios in our cars. We're listening to the greatest spectacle in sports on the radio so you guys also. listen to it on the radio too? Most of the time, yeah. All right, Faith, people want more information on the Gordon Pipers. How do they find this? Well, go to our website, 500gordonpipers.com. It has contact information there. We do give lessons now. Through, oh, you lessons? Yes, through Sam Ash. I could music. learn to be a Gordon Piper. Yes, you could, Rob. That's exciting. How, with, how hard is it? Like, I know it's hard to learn some instruments. How hard would this be for me to do? Well, you know, it, it depends on how aggressive you are in well, the lessons. Aggressive. I mean, when I picked up the practice channer to, to, pl to learn the bagpipes, I had a broken collarbone and a bro broken shoulder, so I was in a cast from my neck to my waist with my hands kind of in the position right. I need to practice. So I picked it up in about 90 days because that's all I could do. Wow. So about six months to a year, we get you on parade. We also have several members that live in Hendricks County. Right. And uh, I just wanted to point this out. When I was a kid, one of my favorite wrestlers was Rowdy Roddy Piper. And he had, he had the bagpipes. Well, yeah. When he would come to the – he used to be able to play himself, and then as he got bigger, he had the people play for him. So I wanted to drop yeah, that into today. John Cena is a friend of mine, and he loves the bagpipes also. Oh, you also. know Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah. We Jack, love, my, we, buddy, my buddy Jack Inslee, who is now deceased, used to live next – well, his, uh, his widow still out. does. But, yeah, John's a good we guy. With that. He's a car guy, man. He's, <laughs> he's a heck of a nice guy. He, I think he just got engaged, too. Yes. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, John's a nice guy. Hopefully we'll get him in for the 500 this year. Special thanks to Doug Hardwick and Faith Tool of the Gordon Piper for stopping by, telling us a little bit about the history of this great group that has been a part of so many big events in central Indiana now for 55 years. Going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Indy Stars, Kyle Ned and Rip will be with us to talk about a proposed change on how coaches interact with athletes in the offseason. That's up next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. 
Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at ten twenty two East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, twelve thirty to nine. Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Up next on the program friend of the show Kyle Nedenrip of the Indy Star covers high school sports for the Indy Star does a great job with that has an article out about a proposed change by the IHSAA which would change the way coaches can interact with athletes in the offseason talked with Kyle yesterday about this topic here's that conversation well Kyle thanks for being with us today a great new piece you've got tell us about what the IHSAA is looking at doing yeah I mean basically this is a proposal that uh came up at the the spring meeting earlier this month um and they decided to table it basically what the idea is is to kind of solidify or or uh you know simplify i guess is a good word for it the the contact rules between coaches and players during the school school year but in the off season of that particular sport um you know such as football um, you know, basically what they would put in play is a, is a, a, a four week 
um, you know, no contact period twice a year. So, you know, you would have a 28-day period after the season's over, and then, you know, in football's case, a 28-day period, um, I believe it's February. So, you know, you'd have two of those, um, whereas now there's a, you know, you can you can basically train for, you know, three days a week, um, you know, two coaches at a time or, or two players at a time with a coach. Um, so, you know, that keeps teams from having full practices, but you can still, it still allows for, you know, some contact. And then you can also do, you know, a lot, most, most of the big schools have a weight training during, during school where that's a class of yours. Um, some smaller schools don't have that. So that would eliminate some of that, which, which, uh, you know, raises some other concerns of, of, from coaches as far as, you know, kids having to go outside of school to train or do weightlifting and things of that nature. So, uh, basically what, you know, the idea here is from the IHSA's perspective, from some of the member schools perspective is, you know, let's give these kids a break. Um, you know, let's let them try out for some other sports and, you know, keep, keep maybe contact, uh, you know, to, to somewhat of a minimum in the off season, which I can understand that. The other side of that is, uh, somebody like Mike Kirshner at Ben Davis says, Hey, you know, we've got a lot of football kids who, you know, they, maybe they don't go out for track or anything else. And, you know, we're, we're allowed to be around them and feed them actually after workouts and, and kind of keep them in some sort of a structure. Um, and he thinks that feels very strongly that that's a good thing. And, you know, I was actually over there the day that I talked to Mike and they were having, you know, that sort of a workout and, you know, fed the kids after and, you know, that's maybe for some of them, that's their meal for the day is, is, uh, you know, eating there after that workout. So, you know, he feels strongly that's important. Um, I think he also feels, I don't think, I mean, he told me that he feels like a school, uh, with maybe more socioeconomic advantages, um, you know, gains an advantage in that situation. You know, their kids, uh, may go outside for training, may go outside for, for, um, you know, other things they do outside of school, you know, as far as weightlifting or whatever, conditioning, um, you know, they may have a personal trainer or whatever. So he feels like, you know, those kids that, that he has, they, they wouldn't have that option. So, um, you know, I think it's an interesting topic. I, I can kind of understand both sides of it. I think, you know, from talking to Bobby Cox at the HSA, they're going to, uh, they've heard those concerns. It's not something that will surprise him to read what Kirshner said. So, um, you know, they're going to, you know, take a look at it, you know, kind of bring it back to their own, uh, you know, facility and, and, and see, you know, what they can do to maybe uh, to change it and, and maybe appease more sides of it. There's definitely some concern, I think, as far as the contact goes and, and uh, you know, that, that maybe coaches are getting burned out or, you know, they feel like they're burning the players out. But uh, it would be something to keep tabs on definitely. And I know it, it changes year to year based on, what school you're at, what uh, sport you're in or whatever, but, you know, it's something they're, they're taking a look at anyway. And, and I think we'll have maybe another proposal ready uh, here, maybe by the fall. So is this a football driven thing? Like people don't like the contact associated with football. So they're applying it to everyone. I don't know if it's necessarily, I think that's a big one because you have a large number of kids who, who, you know, there's just a lot of kids who play football. So you've got a, a, a large number of pool to pick from now, you know, as Kirshner said, you know, they have a ton of kids who do go out for track, but, you know, they have a, a monstrous team and there's 50 kids there who don't play any other sports just because whatever reason, they just like football or don't want to go out for something else. So, you know, I think there's just a, a bigger number of kids because football is a numbers 
you know, numbers-driven game more than others are. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily football-specific. I mean, I know, you know, there's there's obviously basketball kids who do a lot of a lot of you know training. I know, you know, I've seen coaches working with kids even here this month. Uh, you know, as far as working with kids in groups of two, and and what this rule would do is basically sort of eliminate that uh, because you know, ba- like Bobby Cox said, I mean, there's there's coaches who are able to you know, get around that. And they're basically running practices. And, you know, Cox said pretty much, you know, why are we, you know, why don't we just let them, you know, why are we limiting the two kids? Let's just, you know, let them do what they want with that, uh, you know, with whatever kids they want to work with, but let's narrow down the times of year when they can work with them and give the kids more of a break. So why is um, this, Kyle, what's the harm in this here? Because as you said, like a school, like a Carmel, you could have a kid playing three different sports. If the if you're gonna say hey we want the kid to take some time off that's one thing but the kid's gonna be involved in something what does it matter what sport it is? Well that's that's basically what you know Kirshner's saying you know and and I sort of agree with them I mean just from from my perspective I you know I think it kind of opens the door uh, for others to to handlers or trainers you know to say hey you know if you can't work work with the high school coach come work with us you know and. And, you know, and maybe that's not a terrible thing in some cases, but I think it maybe diminishes the, the high school game even more. Um, you know, so in a roundabout way, maybe you're you're hurting yourself by doing that. And, and I can definitely see, you know, where Kirshner and others are coming from um, in, in that belief. So, so yeah, I think what you raised there is a, is a good point, um, you know, because kids are probably going to be doing something anyway. And, and I think somewhat, too, it's a little naive to think, you know, just because you're not, you know, working out with your 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 other sport in the off season, you're got, all of a sudden going to go out for some other sport. You know, and and I I would I'd be hard pressed to think that would happen in many cases where a kid just up and goes out for uh, golf. You know, because there is that window of time. You know, because he's not training for his other sport, um, that he's going to go out for some other you know some sport he hadn't played before. Or so I don't know. I mean, I that's that's kind of. I, I sort of side with with what Kirshner's saying, but uh, I do I do understand. I mean, they are kids, and, and they do need a break. I think on some level, and maybe a chance just to to refresh. Uh, you know, even if you're only playing one sport, I mean, I think maybe sometimes you you do need to get away from it a little bit at times. Uh, okay, want to wrap up with this, Kyle? Uh, odds this thing comes back and actually becomes implemented, or is it going to go away and it'll just be something we we laugh about in a couple of years? No, I think I think there'll be something that happens. I don't think it'll be this strong. I think maybe, um, you know, maybe a shorter period of time, and maybe um, you know less less, uh, you know, maybe some limited contact rather than no contact. But I I do think something. If it got to this level, and and forty three percent might not sound like a, a, a huge number, but you know that's a pretty good number of, of people who did support it as it was. You know, as as it was, you know, the, the proposal that went before the board uh in, earlier this month so you know that's a pretty good that's a pretty solid number I, I think you know if they loosen it up a little bit maybe uh it's, it has a chance to pass but uh and i think too you know there wasn't a ton of people who were even aware this was was a possibility so i think there's maybe more awareness now to, as to actually what this uh what this rule is and, and you know i think that that will cause more discussion and, and, and more interaction, which I think is good, you know, that, that people are more aware of, of, you know, what's going on here with this, this no contact rule. So, 
you know, it, it definitely changed. There was a time and in, in place where, you know, high school coaches couldn't work at all with kids in the off season. And, you know, that's obviously changed a lot. And I think for the better, but, uh, you know, I, I think there's still, it kind of, like I said, it kind of goes back and forth as to how much, uh, you know, there should be. And, and I don't know if there's really a right or wrong answer, but I think it's, it's to find the answer that best fits the large number of, uh, largest number of schools in the IHSA. Kyle, it's an interesting piece. Great reporting as always, and thanks for uh, taking a few moments to share with us about what's going on. No problem. Anytime, Rob. That was the Indy Stars' Kyle Neddenrip with an update on a big, big event that could dramatically impact high school sports in the state of Indiana. We'll certainly keep an eye on it. We're going to take another quick break. More next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, our interview with the Gordon Pipers or Indie Stars, Kyle Neddenrep, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. 
AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.